3D6 down the line. Okay. Another session in the books, guys. Oof. Uh, in the Amazing. books. Li- literally in the oh, books. Literally, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I meant that. Well said. Well said. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I I am just yeah I'm I'm pretty blown away by the depth uh, of the prep for this. It's, um, it's, it's pretty insane, right? Yeah, like I mean, you guys were probably picking up on the fact that I had full details of like what the books looked like, how they were bound, who wrote them, you know. And there was even some information that I didn't convey because it was just a little too detailed. Like I have, um, I am uh, a pentameter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the font uh, names and sizes. Yeah, there you go. They're all Helvetica, <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know, Time it's the first piece of Helvetica. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's a well, whole appendices that's just printed, called Ardenville right? Books. So he has each thing coded, like who the author is, the language it's in, um, the type of book, uh, the, the, like the form, like is, is it a codex, is it a choir, um, the dimensions, the weight, the rarity, the field of study, the special knowledge categories it involves, all that sort of stuff. And then, of course, the actual description of it. And it, man, it goes, let's see, it's it's on volume, it's on volume four of Ardenville, page 141. <laughs> and, and it goes 141 to, I'm still going, I'm still going. Um here we go. 141 to 169. Wow. So that's over so, 20 pages of, of, of works of literature, fully detailed. So, uh, you know, I've never seen the books, obviously, right? But I'm curious about one thing just because of like the, the structure of the of the module, right? Mm-hmm. Um, does each one of these books that that maybe has a tie in to somewhere else is that like in there as well like oh this book does he spell out this book relates to this area this level of the dungeon this kind of mystery thing no um well no not in the descriptions of the books themselves however in the key descriptions of the dungeon where some of these books are found um there will be relevant info uh if 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 it if it pertains basically so yes basically like it, it does um, the other thing that he does, which is really nice just for reference, is that all of the books in the appendix have the locations where all of them are found. So, like, you can you can move in between, you know. Uh, and for yeah. uh, this is a common question, actually. That, that's a good good time to actually bring uh, to bring this up for viewers. Uh, we've gotten a lot of comments asking, like, how do you, John, navigate such a huge, massive tome on the fly? You know, what a, a huge part of it is, is that I ask these guys to give me a, a, a firm plan so I can prep relevant areas. That's that's the biggest we part. Try. Yeah. We try. Yeah. And, and then there's Ted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, we could just... You know, yeah, but, what if we just took the other path? Speak, speaking of which, Ted... I've been you guys the, the, up for weeks, but that's all right. The, the, the place, the diversion that you were actually recommending, Ted, um, or suggesting, was actually the place that I got ca- caught out in the open all those all those weeks ago, yeah. um, was <laughs> whenever you went down there and I was not prepped for it. And I just had to tell you, like, I'm not prepped for it, guys. Like, we can't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that, that, that will often be the case. But we learned our lesson. And now with this formula that we have now where these guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyways, my, my point being that uh, the one of the ways that I'm able to navigate is that I am using Adobe Acrobat. Uh, 
and not just reader, but Acrobat, the actual program to, uh, to read the module. And what Acrobat allows you to do is to hyperlink. And so, um, I, maybe reader does allow you to do that. I'm not sure. But anyways, point being what I do is, is, um, when I doing my prepping, I, I hyperlink the fuck out of everything. So, um, anything that references like, oh, this can be found here. I hyperlink it so that I can immediately just press the button. So what I was doing with, what I was doing with the works from the library of Thoth is like I had the list in the key description of the library of Thoth of what the works were. I, during my prep earlier, I hyperlinked all of them so that it would immediately jump to the appendices to where the, the bigger descriptions were. And, you know, I could just go back and forth really, really quick. So, uh, no page flipping, no scrolling, no having to look through bookmarks. It's just literally like a link, you know, but I had to do that. I did have to do that prep to, to link it. But, yeah. Um, doing sure. that prep earlier just makes it so much easier um, in the time of the session to move through things very, very quickly. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a good peek under the hood at the, the hard work you're doing to just keep things flowing too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. When I but, was but, in college, my uh, roommate had a, a Mac and it had a, I think the program was called HyperCard. Uh, mm -hmm. This is, this predates the internet or the internet as we know it anyway. I mean, I think it existed at that point, but you know, there were no browsers yet, but they had this, program called hypercard that you basically this he would use it to create dungeons you know he would write an encounter on a card and then hyperlink it to other cards and that mm -hmm. was how he ran adventures was just this this program on his you know as if you were the max they were like a box yeah yeah sure yeah it was like a little like toaster that. yeah 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 the toaster it was it was i was i mean this was you know 1990 Still. <laughs> 1989 it was great that that was that, so cool the core of that tech though is basically what all of these um uh you know like notion and note take uh notion and obsidian all these like advanced like note-taking uh apps that yeah. everyone's always pimping out for use for D D. um basically have at their core it's like where it's where it's basically like a mind map sort of thing where everything is sort of like backlinked and hyperlinked and everything yeah, sort yeah. of like webs out and everything it's pretty i haven't dived yeah. into that sort of stuff the closest i came to that was using evernote like way back in the day but um i did that actually I, you know what i used evernote for was our eberron campaign way back in the day Heavy oh, use, heavy use of, of Evernote, and it was at the time Evernote was like cutting edge, and it was very, very useful because um, it could just branch out to all sorts of different notes and pictures and images. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I, I know like uh, Microsoft uh, OneNote is that the is that the their yeah. Office Suite thing that has a similar yeah. thing. But yeah. for me, it's ran hmm? good. I, I was just saying was like was... Google Google Docs is. That's what I use. It's super yeah. simple. It's not the most sleek thing, but it's it works. Yeah. I was I was just gonna uh, springboard off what you said and mention that John ran a magnificent two or three long Evron campaign for us. I mean, how long was it? It was quite long. It was Longest like I've years, ever yeah. experienced. Yeah. Also, the first campaign I ever played. So I really jumped into the deep end from the start. It was phenomenal. It was, it was a good uh, one. Uh, yeah. 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 John's, been, John's been at this for a while. He, he's uh, <laughs> no 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 small amount of ambition from uh, yeah. from, we, from John. Yeah. We've been doing it for Sadly, a while, then. Yeah. yeah. Sadly, I was just a, a twinkle in John's eye at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so true. That's right. You had yet to be born. Uh, but uh, Aja. yeah, Aja. That's something I should. I, we could always discuss too, uh, like on the on uh, the uh, the prophetic Discord some uh, server sometime mm -hmm. in the future. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I have a I have a lot of thoughts on like that that that, that campaign holds a, like a very very special place in my heart. But there now that I've sort of had my OSR epiphany, there are things that I, I 
just make me cringe when I think back at how I <laughs> how I ran that campaign that I'm I'm very ashamed of. But I mean, there's there's um, well, you shouldn't be. Yeah. Well, it's just uh, but, there's nothing nothing to be ashamed of. That was an awesome campaign. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every, yeah, I know that you guys had a great time. So it um so in the end, that's all that really matters. But um, I, like looking back on it, I, w- I would never run that campaign the way that I did with with my well, as an outsider looking in, and I don't know what you're alluding to. It was phenomenal for us. What I would say is I just pity you the amount of work it required, right? Like yeah. it was truly an opus of an experience, which we benefited from, benefited from, right? Like it really was phenomenal. But man, that is it is it is yeah. hard work to build something of that scale, especially like that's that that's in like a system that's more sort of like plot driven and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. We use Pathfinder I, I think, for that game. Yeah. yeah I think to, to be fair to yourself, John, I mean yeah. we've so we've had kind of a, a an OSR epiphany in in that, you know, there's a style of play and an approach to game mechanics and the point of being an adventurer, et cetera, et cetera, that is different from the way we were playing that Pathfinder game. But you, know, it, it, I think it's fair to say that the approach we took to that Pathfinder game was instrumental to its success. We would not have had sure. as good. A, a pathfinder that that camp that campaign was part and parcel with its system and its setting 100% agree. Yeah. uh and it 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 100% worked so yeah. i you know I, and maybe we've moved on from that and we don't want to play that kind of game anymore but i don't think you should feel at all like you would oh i would never do that again oh no it it it, 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 it was it, it wasn't the system like, like i had no problem with pathfinder at the time and uh, i appreciate pathfinder for what it does um, for that kind of style of game, but it was more that it was much more about my self-aggrandizement about um, being able to tell an awesome story and railroad you along it, and that's that's what I that that's what I'm kind of afraid of. Like there was that that campaign did not have a lot of player agency. I had I had mm-hmm. a. I had a thing in mind for that campaign and God damn it. You were going to follow up. You were going to, you were going to experience it. and It was going to be awesome. And you thought it was awesome. So I did a good job oh, telling us, awesome. you know, but I, were, you mm-hmm. gave us enough agency. Yeah. I mean, we had some, we had some things happen. I mean, David's character, the vampire running off to, you know, uh, oh, do his, yeah. I forgot. The, and, the first you know, character I willfully sacrificed. I forgot that yeah. I, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The way we took that whole prison camp thing and turned it into like, you know, my Warforge becoming a god amongst hobgoblins. I mean, yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> we had plenty of agency. Don't worry. It was a lot of yeah. fun. There was a lot of fun for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That was a, uh, it was very fun. I mean, I, I'm sure that everyone watching is like, okay, <laughs> whatever. That's the way Matt's like it too. He's like, whatever. Oh, wait, wait, yeah, yeah. Oh, are you guys done? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. But, no, my, my point being though, that I think that, that agency, you know, it's a scale, right? Yeah. Like you can be completely sandbox. You can be completely railroaded. And we were not at either end of that for that game. So. Yeah, there fair enough. Go. Yeah, yeah, it was very, very fun. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah. So, anyways, back to Arden Bull. Um, it's 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 very impressive. Um, uh, not that I ever look forward to the end of this. Um, you know, but uh, when we when we do call it quits at some point, um, it's going to be fun for you guys to actually be able to look at the product. I'm looking forward to like having you guys actually look at it. Just kind all of, the what? stuff we missed. Oh, it's going to be oh so painful. Yeah, yeah, you're going to marvel. 
at, you know, I almost feel bad for you guys because of course you guys are not allowed to look at it. Everyone out there is allowed to look at it if they want to purchase it or whatever. Um, but, um, it's, it's going to be cool when you guys actually, you're actually open those books and take a look at that. Like the, just, just, you know, it's just mind boggling. Um, and the more we get into it, the more I'm like, my God, this is like, it's like a staggering work of genius. It really is. Like, I don't want to kiss Richard's ass too much, but I, I, I get the impression that it doesn't get a lot of press because of, uh, how, um, how expensive it is. Um, but the, the price is completely justified for the amount of material. Um, so don't hesitate if you're even thinking yeah. about it, but, um, uh, but that most of the reviews I've read, uh, it's, it's just so daunting of a work that you can't really critically review it. It's just too hard. Like it's too much to kind of take in to actually be able to come up with a, with a good critical review of it, I feel. And, um, so the reviews that I've read are, are, are appreciative of its scope, but they tend to be a little bit dismissive. Like it's like the way that it's written, it's like, it's hard to parse and you can't really reference things. Like it's, it's just sort of like looking at it cursory and going like, this can't be DM'd in any sort of reasonable manner. And, um, I'm hoping that we can are showing you guys that it certainly can, you know, yeah. um, yeah. uh, I, I appreciate all the kind comments about my GMing skills and all that kind of stuff, but this, this is stuff that anyone can do. Um, it is not something that is like, uh, for the higher echelons of super skilled players. It's like, if, if, if this sounds appealing, buy it and run it for your group. Cause you will have, I can guarantee you, you will have a completely different experience than what we're having because of how well-written designed the module is. Um, and, uh, I'm looking forward to the day whenever we, when not looking forward to wrapping it up, like I said, but at that point where I'm going to be, I, th I feel like one of the very few people out there that can actually write an actual review of what this thing yeah, actually sure. is, yeah, yeah. you know, and it, um, it, it should be more recognized than it actually is in the, in the, um, it, like I see like threads on Reddit where it's like, what's the constantly, like, what's the greatest mega dungeon recommend to me a mega dungeon and, and Arden Vool, like very rarely gets brought up. It's always Stonehill and rap and Athic and, uh, caverns of Thracia and, things like that, which are all awesome in stuff like that. But those are, they're, those are manageable, right? Those, those, those yeah. seem like you can, you can wrap your head around it. And Arden Vool isn't one of those, but, um, in my mind, it should be the number one, like the number one mega dungeon. Like this is for all that talk of like how to make a good mega dungeon. This is one that actually achieves that. Um, un unlike ones I feel like Undermountain, for instance, which is uh, lauded across so many blogs about like, a, you know, it just has so much lore and Ed Greenwood is a genius and blah, blah, blah. You know, like, yeah, I love Ed Greenwood. I love the realms. But like, if you look at Undermountain, man, there's a lot of empty corridors, man. Yeah, there is. You know, so, <laughs> yeah, so it's it's vast and sprawling, but how much content is actually there and there's always the excuse well well we leave it empty because that allows the gms to fill it you know it's like well if if we're if you're leaving for gms to fill i just might as well make my own mega dungeon you know what i mean it's like yeah, i'm yeah, buying yeah. your product yeah. so that you provide me with stuff you know so i don't have to do that shit yeah. you know yeah. arnvul delivers on that and it delivers like 200 percent so you know what i what i'm curious about like you know, this was been out, this has been out of like since what like two night uh, 2019 2020s Right? Uh, yeah. When it, uh, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Something mm. like that. Mm. I'm curious, like who has been playing it the longest? Like this seems like the kind of thing you could play for like, you, you know, you mentioned Eberron was like what two or three years that you guys played. Mm -hmm. you, I can see this just going on for years and years. Cause there's, it's so huge. All these different factions to play against all these different places and levels. Yeah. I mean, we've just scratched the surface doing nothing. Mm -hmm. I'm dying to hear like, 
you know, who's been playing this the longest, who's still doing it. If anybody out there knows, definitely like contact us and let us know. Because mm-hmm. I'm just I'm fascinated by how big this is and how much time people can like we all we're having a really great time. I, I mean, hopefully you guys can see that. Yeah. It's really, really fun. Mm-hmm. And you know, the biggest challenges we've had as a group is picking which awesome thing to go do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Truly, truly yeah. The, the, right? the, the most common debate, or you could say argument, but in the good spirited way, it's like, what cool shit do we want to do this week? Well, that's hard to decide when there's a lot of good shit to do. No, yeah. And yeah, no absolutely. wrong answers, right? Everything no is fun everywhere. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's, it's a unique challenge. Uh, you know, I, I haven't looked at the book, so I can't speak to it, but I'm curious, you know, like, not only is a, a, a mega dungeon a great like resource for like like the scope of play that we're talking about, but uh, uh, you know also worth mentioning that John has been really receptive to and intentional about using those resources in a living way, mm-hmm. right? Not treating them as static. I don't know if Robert like encourages that in his writing. I read the book, right? But like. Uh, uh, it, it, it makes that space, which is already so rich, ever more dynamic because the more we prod and poke and do things, you know, see the burning head thing we just talked about, right? The more interesting it evolves, right? And the more, the more, more complex and unexpected the outcomes become because our, in, in, in an agency for a game, like we're playing our, our interests will necessarily be, uh, 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 reappraised as that happens, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's Absolutely. Yep. Well, I have Ted. a question about that, actually, John, which is that uh, does the Ardenvul set of volumes come with like a GM's tips, guides, how to run it kind of thing or how to get started? Like, sure. Are you how much of this is your planning and how much of this is like prep for you a little bit? There was there was you know there was no planning on my part in that there are opening chapters which give you a lot of GM advice. Um, and he makes it very, very clear. He actually has a has a, a chapter on his design intentions, which was very, very helpful. Mm-hmm. Like oh, he yeah. he speaks in the first person. He's like, "This is what I was trying to do." Um, so that makes that. it very that that's like so key. Any authors out there, tell people in the printed work what your intentions are with design. That is such a huge boon for GMs, and and he does that for Art Vool. Um, so he makes it very, very clear that it is a sandbox. That there is no overarching plot. Um, mm-hmm. and he also, in that same chapter, gives you a lot of adventure hooks. And I decided not to do that because at the beginning of the campaign, I was like, this is going to be completely open. They're going to, I want maximum player agency. Um, right. like Dolmenwood had a lot of player agency, but, um, as anyone who's watched episode one of Dolmenwood at the, at the clashed antler, I had a lot of NPCs with glowing exclamation points above their heads. Right. And you just had to pick <laughs> one. Right. Um, but I set those, right. They were all, they were all written by Gavin but I set them all right. And so you had a limited number that you could just snag. And then I just went with the flow and and then it was player agency from there. Um, but this one, I was just like, I'm putting you in front of the falls, do whatever you want. You know what I mean? Um, and, and that's been the case the entire time. Um, there have cool. been adventure hooks that have been since introduced, but they've been mostly be, um, as a reaction to your own actions, like things that you have uncovered or discovered. Then I, right. I sort of insert them as, as, as they open up. Right. So uh, are there, are there, um, and and this is not a, a criticism on the author in any way. I, I assume there are errata. You've come across mistakes uh, or blank spots or something, or is there a published yeah. errata? There, there there's is. no published errata. 
but um, and I, this actually might be the first time I'm admitting this to you guys as well. Um, there is a uh, a rather difficult to find Facebook group that is run by um, that is run by Richard Barton. Uh, uh, wow. <laughs> yes, and uh, to discover it, you need to find a tome within the library of Arden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In which yeah. there is a hyperlink in in Mithric. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's actually it's actually quite open. Like if if you search for yeah. Ardenvul on Facebook, you'd be able to find it. But I'm asking you guys to please don't I'm join. Can't wait to go in the yeah. disguise. Yeah. When I when oh, I talk yes, about, I've just got some a couple of questions. <laughs> yeah. Listen, uh, hypothetically, <laughs> yeah, a... yeah. Uh, that does give me uh, a somewhat direct line to Richard, um, who is always gracious enough to answer any questions that any members of those group have. Mm. Um, and he has um, he has posted a number of of um errata or or if we ask him like i didn't i didn't find this thing he's like he'll, he'll admit like oh yeah that just didn't make the cut or i forgot about that no he's always happy to to give details for yeah. instance like one thing that's actually been an effect is the um the i think it's the names of the days of the week or it might be the months one or the other was not detailed in the book you um, did mention that, yeah yeah and so i just asked it on the facebook group and he's like oh yeah, yeah. that just didn't make it here's the he's like here you go and i was like sweet <laughs> you know so um it's nice it's to have that, that resource you know i've noticed when you're you know when you're working on big lore big world kind of stuff like you have a great idea you write out a section for something and then you know six months later you're working on something else and you forget what you wrote <laughs> the yeah. first part and you write up something completely new that totally contradicts it you know and i just like ugh, yeah. like I, trying to put together something of this scope uh with problems like that just it blows my mind yeah it's it's a, i mean that's a point in case is like you can see why you uh why an editor is uh so key to any sort of project of this kind of scope mm -hmm. um any yeah. kind of campaign setting building or a massive mega dungeon like this um uh, and so i should give a shout out too to joseph browning who is um uh, the person who is basically Expeditious Retreat Press, he, basically the guy, um, and has as much of a oh, yeah. creative hand in the creation of Ardenvul as, as Richard did. Um, uh, I'm sure he was uh, helpful in keeping all of that lore straight, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so, Makes sense. Yeah. Then you got to have an illustrator and you got to have a map maker and layout. Mm -hmm. It's a big project. Yeah. Yeah. It's, can you hold them up? Can we see them, the books? Yeah, sure. I can, I can grab them. Got them right there. Show off your library, John. Yeah, here you go. This is a. Uh, oh my God, I love it so much. Whoa. So I only bought the four out of the five because the fifth volume is maps, and there's just no reason for me to have those other than PDF form. So I didn't buy the fifth volume, but these are the four volumes of actual content. Um, Beautiful. Yeah. Right. And they're they're massive, man. They're they're big. Um, I rarely, I just happen to have them, but I, I rarely use them just because it's so convenient to with the for our for our setup for three D six DTLs, just easier for the. Uh, Oh, use the PDFs, you, don't, you, know. you don't sit around in a smoking jacket and a pipe in your oh. in your armchair reading the <laughs> well, I, I read them I read the physical books um, but uh -huh. uh, but I basically when I do my prep I have to I have to read the PDF because yeah. I have to be able to hyperlink as I go um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So that's key to the prep so yep yep right on all right bedtime I assume yeah I think it's that's fun <laughs>